You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Are you ready to change your life in the next 30 minutes? It's time for Power in a Half Hour with Coach Mark. Get your notebooks ready. He's about to go in. Five, four, three, two, one. Coach Mark, let's go. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. This is Coach Mark, and you're listening to Power in a Half Hour. In the next 30 minutes, we're going to learn the tips, tricks, and techniques of the rich and the who and the super duper successful. I hope you guys are ready. We have an absolutely an amazing show for you today. All right. The quote that I want to go ahead and start today's show with is you can do it. No exceptions. You can turn your whole world upside down and inside out. Yes, you can. You can heal and grow and create and manifest miracles. You can be the change you seek. Inspire others and astonish yourself. Yes, you can. In the very next breath you take, you can begin stepping towards the truth of who you really are with a sense of awesome adventure. Oh, yes, you can. You can make this your year and watch as dreams come true before your eyes. Oh, yes, 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 you can. And that's from Bava Ram. All right, what an what a inspiring quote. To start today's show with and the title of today's show is yes you can all right i want to thank all of you for listening in i truly appreciate your time every single week all right if you want to re-listen all you got to do is go to www.powerhh.com and that where that's where you'll find all my shows that i've done over the last year Okay, there's about 51 of them. They're the actual call versions of the show, right? You can um, go to www.powerhh.com. If you are in the United States or want to call the United States and want to listen to the live call-ins that I do every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time, the phone number for that is 404, well, 1-404-793-7050. That's every... Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, okay? And also, if you're here in the United States and you want to sign up for my text message service, right? It's soon, all my international listeners, because I know I have a lot of you overseas that uh, listen to the show. We are almost done with the platform that will be able to reach all of our uh, global listeners, right? So you'll be able to be a part of Be Better Daily probably within the next month or two, all right? But for those of you that are still here in the United States and you want to receive the inspirational messages to your phone every single day, all you have to do is text BBD, that's boy, boy, dog, BBD to 411247, all right? Um, And I want to remind everybody once again that if you have not downloaded my book, you can take this opportunity now to download it for absolutely free. Or if you have some friends that have downloaded the book or that have not downloaded the book, tell them to go to www.repeataftermebook.com. That's www.repeataftermebook.com. And they can download the book for absolutely free. Are you guys ready? We about to go in. Profile number one, Ida Keeling. Now, Ida is an American track and field athlete. In 2014, Ida set the world record for the fastest known time for a, listen to this, 99-year-old woman for the 100-meter dash. 
Ida has also set previous records for her age group in 2011 at age 95 years old for running 60 meters in 29.86 seconds at a track meet in Manhattan. And in 2012, she set the W95 American record at the USATF Eastern Regional Conference Championships. Ida began running over 30 years ago when she lost two of her sons to drug-related killings in 1979 and 1981, respectively. Her daughter, Shelly, who is also her coach, got her started as she convinced her to run in a mini run at the age of 67 years old. And since then, Ida has continued to participate in track and field. Ida turned 100 earlier this year and hopes to continue breaking records. Ida's secret to staying young and swift is to do what you need to do, not what you want to do, and don't leave out your daily exercise and to love yourself. Now, I'm not a fortune teller, not a fortune teller, that's not the word I want to use, but I'm pretty sure that no one's listening to this call is over the age of 100 years old. And if this lady is 100 years old and breaking records, then I do not want to hear any excuses from anyone listening to this that you're too old to do anything. As I say it every single week, if you are still living, if you are still breathing, and if you are still here on this earth, there's something amazing that you can still do. And this lady is a testament. How many other people at age 99 years old would just be sitting in their house waiting for them to pass away, to transition, right? But here it is. This lady's 100 years old and running races and creating world, setting world records. And she started at age 67, It's not like she started in her 20s or 30s. She started at age 67 and is breaking world records. Profile number two, Emily Blunt. Now, Emily is an English-American actress. She's appeared in films such as The Devil Wears Prada, The Young Victoria, The Adjustment Bureau, Looper, Edge of Tomorrow, and Into the Woods. She has been nominated for five Golden Globe Awards, four Critics' Choice Awards, two London Films Critics' Circle Awards, and one BAFTA Award. With all this success, many people may feel that Emily was born as a natural, and that's the furthest thing from the truth. From the ages of 7 to 14, Emily struggled with stuttering. At age 14, Emily was introduced to acting by a school teacher who helped her overcome her stuttering through acting. At age 16, Emily went to Hurtwood House, which is a private school known for its performing arts program. At the school, Emily got discovered by an agent, which launched her acting career. Two years later, in November of 2001, she made her professional debut in the play The Royal Family, in which critics hailed her for her performance, and she was named Best Newcomer by the Evening Standard. And the rest, as they say, is history. Profile number three, Alexandra Wilkes-Wilson. Now, Alexandra is the CEO of Glam Squad. Glam Squad is a New York City beauty services startup that provides on-demand beauty services that you can order spontaneously at the push of a button on your mobile phone, another mobile app. Now, the advantage of this type of business to the owner is that the business no longer has to deal with the overhead of running a brick-and-mortar storefront, in Glam Squad's case, a salon. 
the advantage of this business to the consumer is that it's very convenient for women who have very demanding schedules and may not be able to get a convenient appointment at a salon on very short notice. Alexandra, who is also the co-founder of the billion-dollar daily deal site Guilt Group, left her position to run Glam Squad. Now, some people question Alexandra's decision to leave a billion-dollar company that has revenues of over $600 million a year, but she sees the potential of applying an Uber model to another massive market in the U.S. U.S. spas and salons will do $40 billion in sales this year on the backs of a workforce that is 65% freelance. Glam Squad has completed over 10,000 services and events and is now working to grow its core team and add more beauty services to its menu. With Glam Squad now serving thousands of customers per month in its New York market, it has been able to grow 100% each quarter. Now, let me ask you guys this. I don't know if we have any uh, women on here that do uh, salon services that, are, uh, that work at a beauty salon or whatnot. But haven't people been doing this for all this time? Now this lady turned the same idea because you know what? If you do here and you're listening to this call, if one of your customers calls you up and say, hey, I need you to come to my house and do my hair, you go to her house and do her hair for her, right? Here it is. This lady took an idea that, that people have been doing and turned it into a multi-million dollar business. A multi-million dollar business, and I'm sure probably within the next few years, it's going to be a billion dollar business. And the reason why I wanted to use this example is just to show you guys that I'm sure you've had the idea. If anybody on here does here, or has a salon, or has worked in a salon, you've done, custom, you've done calls to customers' houses, Right? But here it is. This lady saw an idea and took action. And I guarantee you, in the next couple of years, she will have a billion-dollar business. These people aren't any smarter than me or you, right? But they take action. We need to be sitting down and thinking about any kind of way that we can serve, right? Any kind of way that we can provide value to the marketplace. She's providing huge value. Because I know that there's probably 75% women on here, and how many of you women hate going to the salon, hate having to wait. How much more convenient would it be for someone to come to your house and serve you in your house or at your office or at your convenience? Say so he took this and built a billion-dollar business. It's not at a billion dollars yet, but I promise you it will be in the next three or four years. Now, have you ever said to yourself, I can't do it or I don't know how or I wasn't born with these skills or talents? When we do this, we create mental blocks against certain tasks or skills. Many of these mental blocks were created during our early years. We then end up bringing these mental blocks with us into adulthood. Now, there are many things that we have gone through life believing that we can't do, unfortunately. The good news is that ability can be learned. Let me say that again. Ability can be learned. We all have the potential inside of us to learn the skills that we were not born with. And Pablo Picasso said it best when he said that I am always doing that which I cannot do in order that I may learn how to do it. Let me say that one again. I am always doing that which I cannot do in order that I may learn how to do it. Now, we always have to remember, Walt Disney was fired from the Kansas City Star in 1990 because the editor said he lacked imagination, right? But he learned imagination and created Disney World. 
Jerry Seinfeld was fired from a small role that he had on the TV show Benson because he was told he wasn't a good actor. But he learned how to become a great actor. Elvis Presley, after a performance at Nashville's Grand Ole Opry, was told by the concert manager that he was better off returning to Memphis to continue driving trucks. But Elvis learned how to be a great singer. Before becoming a big star on the hit TV show Scandal, Carrie Washington had done two pilots that got picked up, but unfortunately she was replaced in both shows with different actresses. But she learned how to become an award-winning actress. Steve Jobs was fired from the company he started, Apple, because he was told he was not good enough to run it. But he learned how to become one of the greatest CEOs of our time over the last hundred years. After years in the music industry, right, of trying to get in the music industry, Lady Gaga was finally signed to a major record label, but was dropped three months later for not being good enough. But she learned how to be one of the greatest artists of the last 10 or 20 years. Albert Einstein didn't speak until he was four and didn't read until he was seven. Right? They thought he was stupid. They thought something was wrong with him. And now he's considered probably one of the smartest men of the last 100 years. He's considered to be a genius. This guy did not speak until he was four, and he couldn't even read until he was seven. Lucille Ball of the show I Love Lucy was considered to be a failed actress. Even her own drama instructors at one point urged her to try another profession. But she learned how to be a good actress, one of the best of her time. Marilyn Monroe was told at the beginning of her modeling career that she should consider become a secretary. She did learn how to become a great model, right? And in high school, Michael Jordan, the greatest basketball player that has ever lived, was cut from his own high school varsity team. But he learned how to become a great basketball player. Now, Michael Jordan did a Nike commercial where he said, Maybe it's my fault. Maybe I led you to believe it was easy when it wasn't. Maybe I made you think my highlights started at the free throw line, not at the gym. Maybe I made you think that every shot I took was a game winner, that my game was built on flash and not fire. Maybe it was my fault that you didn't see the failure gave me strength. My pain was my motivation. Maybe I led you to believe that basketball was a God-given gift and not something I worked for every single day of my life. Maybe I destroyed the game, or maybe you're just making excuses. And at the end of the screen of the commercial, it says, become legendary. And Michael was absolutely a legend. Now, Michael Jordan was born with one advantage. He was born and grew to be taller than the average man. He wasn't born with any other natural ability more than what anybody else has. He just wanted it more than anyone else. He was willing to work harder, practice harder, and stay more committed than anyone else. Now, when the legendary Phil Jackson, Michael's coach, once described Michael's work ethic, he said, Michael had desire to improve every single day in practice. Phil Jackson said that Michael would simply exercise with greater concentration than anyone else. 
that he would work himself into a lather with intensity and that he would push himself even harder when things got more difficult. Even when he had become the premier player in the game, he rarely took a day off from his demanding practice routine. Now, the only other difference between Michael Jordan and most other people is that Michael Jordan has a growth mindset and most other people have a fixed mindset. Now, a fixed mindset leads people to believe basic qualities like intelligence or talent are fixed characteristics and that they are that they are born with. Those that have a fixed mindset tend to focus purely on the intelligence they believe they have rather than how to develop further talent. If they can't have a natural ability for something, they tend to switch off from that subject. Now, in a growth mindset, people believe that even complex abilities can be developed through dedication and hard work, right? The genius you were born with is just the start. People that have a growth mindset love learning and developing their skills. That's what you guys are doing by listening. They are challenge seekers, persistent, and generally achievers of excellence. Now, this is a theory that has been developed by a Stanford University psychologist named Carol Dweck called Mindset. Now, regardless of what stage you are in your life, whether you're just starting out in your career, halfway through your career, embarking on a new venture, having a growth mindset can drastically improve your performance and productivity and help you get to the top of your game. So let's go over some of the differences between a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. Are you guys ready? A fixed mindset gives up easily. A growth mindset persists in the face of setbacks. A fixed mindset avoids challenges. A growth mindset embraces challenges. A fixed mindset sees effort as fruitless. A growth mindset sees effort as the path to mastery. A fixed mindset ignores useful negative feedback. A growth mindset learns from criticism. A fixed mindset feels threatened by the success of others, and a growth mindset finds lessons and inspirations in the success of others. That's why we study other successful people, because we all have growth mindsets. Now, let's further break down how someone with a growth mindset will look at a situation versus someone with a fixed mindset, all right? The event is an exam failure. Right. Most of us have probably failed exams. I know I've failed quite a few in my day. Now, both mindsets experience the same event, but the way they process and react to the same event is completely different. The belief of the person with the fixed mindset is I am a failure because my IQ is not high enough and I can't change my IQ. I will never be able to pass this exam in class. The emotion that they experience is fear and anger. The behavior they exhibit is that they give up and make excuses. The consequences that they experience are further failure and depression. Now we have the same event, but a different mindset. Let's look at how a person with a growth mindset processes and reacts to the same event. Same event, right? Different reaction. The belief of the person with the growth mindset is, I failed this exam because I didn't study enough and I can do better If I try harder, they take responsibility, right? The emotion they experience is disappointment, but determination. They get disappointed too, but they have determination to do better. The behavior they exhibit is to get tutoring and to study harder. 
their final consequences are that they pass the next exam and they experience, experience further success and happiness. Same problem, two different mindsets, two different outcomes. Now, the reason why we need to nurture a growth mindset is because it will give us motivation and people with growth mindset are more motivated to learn and exert effort regardless of how old they are. It will also give us increased productivity. People with a growth mindset usually outperform those with a fixed mindset. Now, if you don't have a growth mindset, then like any other skill or ability, you can develop it. To help develop this mindset, number one, question yourself every single day. Ask yourself, A, what did I learn today? B, what mistakes did I make that taught me something? And C, what did I try hard at today? All right. Then you want to give yourself feedback based on each of your answers, such as I got a bit smarter today by taking an online course. I made a mistake today doing it this way, but tomorrow I will try another way. Or today I worked harder than I thought I could and I achieved excellent results. Number two, challenge yourself to learn new skills. Learning changes our brain. It makes it more pliable and it helps it to grow stronger. That's why I always say we are either growing or dying. If we're not learning any new information, it doesn't matter how old we are. If we are not learning any new information, then we are dying. We're either growing or dying. That's why we have to always stay learning. It doesn't end after we finish with high school or after we finish with college. That's when it begins. And the day that you stop learning is the day that you start dying. Number two. Decide today that you will go on sites such as Udemy or Linda or Coach.me and find a course that will teach you skills that you always wanted to learn, but up until now, you didn't think you have the ability to learn. So many resources on the internet. Even if you don't want to pay for them, you can go on YouTube and learn so many different things, right? Number three, change how you think. So instead of thinking, I'm not good at this, try thinking, what am I missing? Instead of thinking, I give up, try thinking, I'll use a different strategy. Instead of thinking, it's good enough, try thinking, is this really my best work? Instead of thinking, I can't make this any better, try thinking, I can always improve. Instead of thinking, this is too hard, try thinking, this may take some time. Instead of thinking, I made a mistake, try thinking, mistakes help me to learn. Instead of thinking, I just can't do this, try thinking, I'm going to train my brain to do this. Instead of thinking, I'll never be that smart, try thinking, I will learn how to do this. Instead of thinking, plan A didn't work, try thinking, there's always plan B. Instead of thinking, my friend can do it, but I can't, try thinking, I will learn from them. All right. Well, that's all that we have for you today. I hope you enjoyed today's show. It was quite amazing, if I may say so myself. All right. Well, I just want to remind you, if you want to go back and re-listen 
to this show, right, or any of my other shows, any of my 52, uh, 51 preceding calls, all you got to do is go to www.powerhh.com. That's www.powerhh.com. Now, I know you have three friends that should have heard this show, right? We got three friends who their lives need a little bit of, of improvement just like ours, right? So go ahead and share this with three of your friends, right? Um, share with them the station that you're listening to this show on, right? Let them tune in as well. Or if not, send them to my website, www.powerhh.com. If we are not friends on Facebook, go ahead and add me. My name on Facebook is Mark Starr, M-A-R-K-S-T-A-R-R, all right? Mark Starr, find me on Facebook, all right? Or you can search for The Real Mark Starr. If you're not a part of the Power and a Half Hour Facebook group, go ahead and send us a request so we can add you to that group. That's Power in a Half Hour, all right? And just want to remind you that if you have not downloaded my book yet or you have a friend that would like to download it and they have not downloaded it yet, go ahead and send them to www.repeataftermebook.com. If you're on Instagram and Twitter, my name on there is at Coach Mark Speaks. That's at Coach Mark S-P-E-A-K-S, all right? So the quote that I want to go ahead and end today's show with is, when people say, you can do it. That's impossible. Never lose hope. When people say you can't do it, that's impossible. Never lose hope. Just because they couldn't doesn't mean that you can't. Let me say that one again because that's very important. When people say you can't do it, that's impossible. Never lose hope. Just because they couldn't doesn't mean that you can't. And that's from the great magician David Copperfield. All right. I look forward to seeing you on the next show. Thanks for listening to Power in a Half Hour with Coach Mark. To listen or re-listen, go to powerinahalfhour.com. Follow Coach Mark on Instagram and Twitter at Coach Mark Speaks. Find Coach Mark on Facebook by searching for Mark Star. Like our Facebook fan page, Power in a Half Hour, and join our Power in a Half Hour Facebook group. See you next week. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network, heard by millions worldwide through 38 internet radio stations and in over 135 countries. Come join us on Facebook for your daily dose of inspiration and action that reveals the secret within you. You can find us at facebook.com forward slash Law of Attraction Radio Network. That's facebook.com forward slash Law of Attraction Radio Network.